0: everyone so now we're gonna read a little bit more about the organization structure and this time about the sales executives who are also the ambassadors of the company so it says the employees are said to be the eyes and ears of an organization they establish the contact between the organization and the outside world The perception about an organization is created by the behavior of its employees including senior management. For an organization to win and sustain its business, it has to create the right kind of perceptions about itself among its stakeholders and customers. In particular, the salesperson who meets the customers has to create the right impression in the minds of the customers. The salespeople and the employees of the company are its ambassadors. In chapter 69, the Tirukural talks about the qualities of ambassadors. The qualities required of the ambassador are those required in good salespeople. A loving nature, good family background and a captivating manner are the qualifications of the ambassador. Sales and marketing heads have to be highly skillful in order to captivate others a key quality in getting attention it is only if representatives are able to engage others and make them listen that they can succeed in their jobs this is a very simple test which one can easily do at the time of interviewing for such positions if a person is not able to captivate the interviewer how is he going to captivate the potential customer Next is, loyalty to the organization, a quick understanding and good speaking skills are indispensable in an ambassador. The good person who is able to speak before customers words that shall profit his master. He shall be the scholar among scholars. Let the man go as ambassador who possesses common sense, learning and commanding presence. Conciseness an ordering of speech, sweetness of tongue, and a careful eschewing of all disagreeable language are very important qualities for an ambassador. Learning, self-confidence, composure, persuasive speech, and an instinct for what is good for each occasion are the qualifications of an ambassador. The qualities required for an ambassador salesperson are clearly summarized above. The first and foremost is the loyalty to the prince or the organization. Only if there is loyalty will he use his skills for the benefit of the prince or the organization. Otherwise, even though he may possess all other qualities, he will not be useful to the prince and the organization. In today's age, as we are not able to assess the loyalty of a person, We try to ensure loyalty by monetary rewards and by imposing non-compete clauses and stipulations relating to conflict of interest. Other major qualities prescribed are Commanding presence Only persons with commanding presence can make others listen to what they say. Good communication skills This aspect is further elaborated as conciseness an ordering of speech, persuasive language, sweetness of tongue, and avoidance of disagreeable language. It is very difficult to get people who have these four skills. Most of the people are weak in conciseness and sequencing. Some people are not persuasive. Quite a lot of people use disagreeable language. Due to these problems, many people fail in their work. Self-confidence and composure. Listeners will attach importance and credibility to the subject based on the self-confidence and composure of the speaker. Instinct on what is good for each occasion. This is a very important quality for sales and marketing. Instinct. If somebody chooses to talk about something unfit for the occasion, nobody listens to him. Learning. These qualities should be backed by solid learning. He is the fittest ambassador who has just eye for time and place, who knows his duty and who weighs his words before uttering them. A firm-minded man who will never let fall from his lips words that are weak and unbecoming is a fit man to be sent as an ambassador. This is a very important quality for being a spokesperson for the organization. Reading it again, he is the fittest ambassador who has a just eye for time and place, who knows his duty and who weighs his words before uttering them. A mind, a firm minded man who will never let fall from his lips words that are weak and unbecoming, is a fit man to be sent as ambassador. The spokesperson may know both the strengths as well as the weaknesses of the organization. However, if the weaknesses are revealed to outsiders, it will harm the organization. The spokesperson should never reveal any weaknesses to anybody. SELECTION OF PEOPLE FOR OTHER POSITIONS Apart from choosing the right top man, his deputies and right sales and marketing heads, it is imperative to choosing the right executives on whom an organization can repose confidence. As all of us know, choosing the right people is the most complex thing in an organization. However, HR has become a specialized area in modern days. As as a result, various kinds of tests, including aptitude tests and behavioral analysis, testing models have evolved. The Terukural gives simple ways of identification of the right people. A man who is born in a good family, who is free from faults and who dreads disgrace, he is the man for you. Love for the right, gold, that is money, pleasure and fear for life, these four are the tests for a man. People who have these qualities are the people on whom you can have confidence. The above qualities are very essential for organizations which are ethical and want to follow high moral grounds. A person who has love for the right, fear for life and dreads disgrace will not do things which will bring him and the organization shame. It can be observed that people who do not have these qualities are used for various antisocial activities. Franklin Ashby notes that intangible aspects of job specification are extremely important, but often too vague. In this connection, he says, the candidate should be trustworthy, loyal, honest, a team player. Even men of rare learning and of pure hearts will not be found to be exempt from all ignorance when you test them in detail. Be aware that many of the people who satisfy every test may yet falter in the actual performance of duty. While every organization wants the best person and conducts various tests and interviews to select the best, the Tirukural talks of reality of the situation and says that one can never find persons who are absolutely exempt from all ignorances when we test them in detail. Further, even people who do very well in tests may still not be perfect in the actual performance of duties. Hence, one has to see whether a person is reasonably fit for the position and go ahead. Rather than indefinitely waiting for a perfect fit, in this connection, Peter Drucker's observation that even if executives follow all the right steps, some of their people decisions will still fail is worth noting. Weigh a man's good and weigh his evil. Whichever is more, take that to be his nature. As one cannot find any person exempt from all ignorance, make a choice based on his positives and negatives. If the positives are higher, regard him well and take him on. In picking members of the cabinets, Franklin, Franklin Roosevelt and Harry Truman said, In effect, never mind personal weaknesses. Tell me what each of them can do. It may not be a coincidence that these two presidents had very strong cabinets in the 20th century U.S. history. One can determine from the above that a person's capability is more important in his selection than than what he lacks. One should be entrusted to men in consideration of their expert knowledge and patient exertion, not for your love towards that person. If you choose an unfit person for your job just because you love and you like him, he will lead you to endless follies. Quite often, People choose somebody for a job as he knows that other person. When somebody is known, then because of that affection towards that person, merit is overlooked. Selecting somebody based on his closeness to you rather than on merits will lead you to trouble. In an essay, Hiring Without Firing, featured in Harvard Business Review in Finding and Keeping the Best People, Yielding to political pressures is identified as one of the most persuasive and daunting of hiring traps. People like to hire their friends. For example, a forceful, dominating chairman proposed that his college roommate succeed the company's fired CEO. Intimidated, the rest of the board agreed and waived the standard search and evaluation process. Within less than a year, the new CEO had to be fired. He lacked flexibility and strategic vision. Peter Drucker stresses that making the right decision about the people is the ultimate means of controlling an organization well. Choosing the right people and rewarding the deserving is a measure of the competence, seriousness and values of an organization's management. Also, these are not decisions that can be hidden from the rest of the organisation. Incorrect decisions also encourage others to play politics, as the ones capable of doing so are are seen as the one being rewarded. If flattery and superficial cleverness become the order of the day, several people are likely to quit, and those who stay are pushed into playing politics leading to a non-performing group. According to Jack Welch, there is no room for underperformers. They will eventually kill the organization. A manager has to constantly search for excellence in people. To execute the task at hand, managers need need people who exceed expectations on a consistent basis. Identification of such people is one of the most difficult things to do but also one of the most necessary. We'll go into more of these in the next session. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening.